everybody. Welcome to another episode of Finding Love, a podcast about dating and romance in the middle of life. How to find your true love story in the middle of life. Oh, because that is such a great thing when that happens. I can tell you firsthand that that is a beautiful, beautiful part of uh, moving into my 60s is that I know that I have got somebody who's moving into that chapter with me, who really has my back, who loves me unconditionally and believes I can do anything. That's nice. So it's that idea of belief that I want to talk about today. And it really comes down to your confidence in yourself. And I think that self-confidence is so essential when you are dating, especially when you're dating in midlife, maybe after some time on the bench, (laughs) maybe after a long relationship where you didn't really feel seen or heard or valued. Maybe you've been dating on and off, you know, sporadically for decades, but here you are in the middle of life and you want to get back into it. You want to find love. You want to find a partnership. You want to find some true soulmate connection. And I think that a lot of what happens, at at least in the beginning of anyone's journey to finding love, is you sort of do an internal assessment. Like you kind of figure out where, where am I at right now with myself? And do I feel good about going out and dating again? And the answer is not always a big resounding yes. You know, listen, if, you, if you're a person who's doing a ton of self-work and self-care and self-awareness and, you know, raising your own bar all the time, good for you. But certainly, I think that we've all been in a place where that's not, that's not where we're at. And it really chips away at your self-confidence when you don't feel like you're the best version of yourself and you don't necessarily feel comfortable putting yourself out there, it chips away at your self-confidence. And what ends up happening is that you present yourself maybe in not the most authentic way. You feel scared to go out at all. And if somebody expresses interest in you, you you are filled with self-doubt, you're filled with trepidation. You maybe don't feel confident enough to go after people that you're, you're really attracted to. Self-confidence is such a a vital ingredient in dating in a way that feels joyous, in a way that feels happy, that feels free, that feels empowering. And that's really what you want. You don't ever want to date from a place of scarcity mindset, from a place of self-doubt, from a place of fear, fear of being alone, fear that there are no good guys out there anymore. You don't want to lead with that kind of dread, (laughs) right? You want to lead with joy. And really, self-confidence is the basis of joy. So what can you do right now to feel more confident? I always like to think of myself as, as on a never-ending journey of, you know, what am I what am I tackling next about myself? What am I trying to improve? I remember when I turned 50, nine years ago, almost 10 years ago, I remember when I turned 50, I decided I was going to learn one new thing a year so that I would be that much more well-rounded, that much more interesting by the time I turned 60. And for a while I did it, right? I learned how to knit. I thought about taking up gardening. And then I quickly decided that that was not something that I enjoyed at all. I learned yoga. You know, I decided to, to learn new things so that I could 
not just make myself a more well-rounded person, but that, so I could find new things to be interested in. Because I think that that is a huge part of having a really, really vital life force is that you're constantly interested in the world around you, in your own internal world, and, and you're always searching for new things to discover. And I think that's very, very true if you're embarking on dating in the middle of life. You know, what are some of the things that really light you up? What are some of the things that you love to do? Is it, you know, is it reading? Is it cooking? Is it long walks? Is it yoga? Is it journaling? You know, what are some of the things that you love to do? Do more of those things so that you feel more in tune with yourself. Now, I am one of those people who, if you give me advice about, okay, wake up an hour earlier and journal for a half an hour and then meditate for 20 minutes and then stretch and do yoga for another half an hour and then, you know, forget it. I I love to listen to all that advice. I think that's great. I think I have so many of those checklists saved on my phone. I love that advice, but I don't ever actually do those things. So the big, huge aha realization that I had, and it was actually about a year ago today, was that I needed to develop habits to reach my goals, but habits that made sense for me and habits that I would actually do. So being the best version of myself meant I don't just want to read what other people think I should do and the checklist that they come up with. I want to come up with some of my own. And mine maybe don't look like anybody else's. And also, I'm not the kind of person who's going to do the same thing every single day. I am never going to wake up at six o'clock in the morning every single day and journal and do yoga and meditate every single day. I'm not going to do that. So I'm not going to set myself up to be disappointed in myself, to let myself down by saying, that's what I'm going to do. You have to realize that if you are in the middle of life, hopefully you know yourself pretty well and you don't have to do every single thing that other people are doing. What works for you to be the best version of yourself, to be the most confident version of yourself? What will that take? So let me tell you my little story for what I've been doing this year. And it has been so eye-opening. It has been just one of the most revealing and interesting things. I started lifting weights in last January, January of 2023. I started working out with a woman named Kim and she owns, she and her husband own a business here in Bellingham called Iron Mountain Fitness. So it's a little call out to them. Iron Mountain Fitness, amazing place. Love it. Like if I ever had to leave Bellingham, I don't think that it would be hard for me to leave Kim and Matt and Iron Mountain Fitness because that's how much I love it. I was there this morning. So I work out with Kim. I'm I'm doing weight training with Kim three days a week. And I started out just thinking, you know, I want to I want to get healthier, I want to get stronger, I want to I know I'm going to be 60 years old in a year. I want to age with a lot of grace and strength and mobility. I want to be able to walk 4 miles a day. I want to be able to hike up a mountain if I want to. I want to be able to do whatever I want to do physically. So I'm going to need to train my body so that I can get there. And I will tell you that the that the benefits that I am seeing outside of the physical benefits, outside of the fact that I am getting stronger, I can, you know, many physical benefits. I can walk more easily. I, I have much more stamina and I feel physically stronger. But aside from that, 
the level of confidence that I have in myself has like skyrocketed. I honestly will tell you, and not just after a workout. I mean, of course, you've got the endorphins are going after a workout, so that's great. But I mean, all the time. It has given me a level of of self-confidence that I don't even know if I've ever had this level before because I feel like I'm showing up for myself. I feel like I'm doing what I say I'm gonna do, which just that, just witnessing myself do what I say I'm going to do is so heartening for me. It's so wonderful. It just fills my soul because I'm the kind of person who in the past has very much been a stop and start stop and start, stop and start, right? Or start and stop, I should say. Very much so. I would do, you know, Orange Theory for a year and then never mind. I would work out with, you know, uh, I would do Soul Cycle or a, spin, a spinning class and then, okay, that's great. I mean, it's great. These things are, I, I love these these classes, but I would just stop. And I did not, I never really had the consistency and the perseverance And I thought, well, that's just how I'm built. You know, I just am not a person with a lot of consistency and perseverance. I I just, you know, I'm a liberty gibbet. I go from one thing to another. And, you know, I didn't say that to myself consciously, but I think that 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 seeped in to my unconscious. I just thought of myself like somebody who, you know, stops things after after they don't work out for them for, for a few months. So weight training with Kim, I have realized a whole new level of, wow, I can really count on myself. Wow, I really show up in, a, in, in the way I say I'm going to. Wow, I'm really doing this for myself and I'm getting stronger and I feel like nothing can stop me. I feel like I'm such a complete badass that I can do anything I want. And that is a great energy to bring to dating. I mean, I can tell you I bring that energy to my relationship and it just it makes me so much happier. It makes me the better version of myself. I feel like I am the best version of myself as I, you know, sit and talk with David or as we're making plans for the future. I feel like I'm showing up as the Nancy Bruce that I want to be. And that makes me happier. And that makes me in a better mood. And it makes me better to hang out with, I'm sure. So Becoming the best version of yourself or, or or deciding on what will help get you there. This is a good moment to do a little inventory, a little internal inventory and say to yourself, well, what could I do? In addition to, okay, I'm going to go on the, uh, dating apps again. I'm going to work on my profile. I'm going to get some really cool pictures taken of myself. You know, I'm going to um, make a plan to go on at least three dates a week. And all that's good. All that planning on, on treating this like a dating and midlife, like a project, is that's great. And I encourage it. But also think, what else could I do to start raising my own energy level, to start becoming this better version of myself, the version of of myself that I want to be, that I want to show up as. How can I boost my own self-confidence right now before I even go on date one? What can I do for myself? You know, and I'm sure if you if you thought about that for yourself, you're going to come up with some answers and they might be surprising answers. No one is more surprised than I am that I am lifting weights three days a week. I mean, honestly, I can't even like deadlifts and, you know, weighted squats and backwards lunges and oh my goodness, leg presses like that stuff. Please. No, that was never part of my repertoire ever. And now it's something that I I look forward to. And in fact, when I have to travel, it it bums me out that I'm going to miss a workout with Kim. 
It really bums me out. So you will surprise yourself. You can surprise yourself. Never, ever think that you're too old to surprise yourself, to make changes in your life, to try something new, to improve in ways you thought you never could. Never think that you're too old because you're not. And it's there's no time like right now. So I love that saying. I don't I don't know where I read it, but you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. Right? So, I mean, get started and and if it means you want to start writing that novel that you've always wanted to write, if it means that you want to, you know, train for a marathon, if it means that you want to start painting. You know, whatever it it is that's going to make you see yourself in a new light that's going to maybe open a new door on your own identity and just make you that much more happy about yourself, that much more in love with yourself so that you are carrying that energy, that joy, and that confidence into all these dating scenarios. You know, what could be better? And and why not? You know, at the what's the worst that's going to happen? The worst that's going to happen is that you're going to feel better about yourself. It doesn't mean that this is the that this is one of the absolute ingredients to meeting meeting someone that you're going to fall in love with. No, it doesn't mean that you know without this, this it's not a prerequisite. It doesn't mean that without this it won't ever happen. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, and what I'm saying throughout all of these podcasts is, we're talking about stacking the decks in your favor, right? When you're dating in midlife and you are wanting to find a real connection, we're talking about stacking the decks in your favor. What are the many things that you can do that will increase the chances, increase the likelihood that you're going to find someone and fall in love? Again, I am an avid lover of rom-coms and I would love it if we all just stumbled into our true love's arms. You know, if we bumped into him across it while we were crossing the street or, you know, dropped our books at a bookstore and he picked them up, you know, all those scenarios. Yes, I would love it. That is fun. I love a meet cute. But in real life, we have to stack the deck in our in our favor. In real life, we have to increase the odds that we're going to get what we want, right? And so, self confidence and becoming the best version of yourself, and and putting putting yourself out there in a way that you know you feel proud. You feel proud um, to meet people. You feel excited to share who you are and and what you're interested in and what you're passionate about. And that energy is super infectious, right? It's it's so exciting to meet somebody who's excited about life. I, I think so. I love to meet people who want to tell me, who are almost tripping over themselves to tell me what they're working on or where they just traveled to or or what they what they're what they're doing that's new and and, and interesting. I I love that. I think we all do. And so be that person, right? Be that version of yourself. Don't carry your old, tired energy onto dates with you. Because if that's all you're you're putting out there, that's all you're going to get back. You get what you give in life. I'm a big believer in that too. So becoming the best version of yourself in whatever way that makes sense for you. And I'm not saying that everyone's got to go out and start lifting weights, although I do highly recommend that if you are a woman in the middle of life, it's a really good thing to do. It's really good. It, oh, I feel so happy about it. I could do a whole podcast just about that. But choose your own thing. 
Again, like I said, I read the lists myself. I read all the do this, do that lists from all the self-help um, you know, influencers out there. And I love those lists. I really do love to read that stuff because I think to myself, could I be a person who wakes up at the crack of dawn and does all these things before eight o'clock in the morning? You know, the truth is no. The truth is I wake up at 7.30. That's when I like to wake up. That's the truth. And I work out at about nine o'clock in the morning. That's the truth. And you know what? That works for me. So find what works for you, whatever the alchemy is, whatever the secret sauce is of things that make you feel good, really, really good about yourself. And then start doing those things. And again, it doesn't have to be an overnight transformation. Please. I am 10 months into my weightlifting journey, 10 months. And I'm I'm seeing gains. I'm seeing gains. I'm seeing gains. I sound like a gym dude. I'm seeing gains, man. Um, I'm seeing the progress. I'm I'm feeling the progress, but it didn't happen overnight. And Kim always says to me, the wisdom of Kim Cooper, my trainer. She always says, you know, this is this is a long process. Like, think of it at, at the very least, like a year and a half, where you're going to really, really notice remarkable changes in your body and in 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 your, you know, your strength level. But it's it doesn't happen overnight. And listen, so what? I enjoy the process. That's another really interesting thing. When you are working on areas of yourself, when you are becoming the best version of yourself. We all know things don't happen overnight, but what happens when when you fall in love with the process of that self-improvement of self-awareness, the process becomes as delightful as the outcome, right? And so it does. you don't have to you know, go sequester yourself away for five years, change, and then start dating. No, fall in love with the process, and then you bring that energy to your dating life. You bring the energy of, I'm on this really fantastic journey. Let me tell you about it. I'm so excited about this new stuff going on in my life. Let me tell you about it. The The journey is as delightful as the outcome, and you will bring that into your dating energy. It'll light up your eyes. It will spark the conversation, and it will set you up for drawing people in. They're going to match match you there, match that level of energy, match that level of joy. That's what you want. So start with yourself. That's the message for today. Okay. I will talk to you next week. Bye everybody. 